0: Arizona's news station, KTAR
1: News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. Brought
0: to you by Parker & Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau.
1: Happy,
2: happy, happy, happy Thursday, baby. What's up? All
0: right, we're downtown Phoenix. uh, Super Bowl 57 at the Phoenix Convention Center, where it's uh, Radio Row. And there are a ton of celebrities walking by. Uh, Chad, I'd just like you to know, Uh, I was at the urinal. That's and uh, I, 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 I'm I, going to say it. I, I I, peed right next to Ron Jaworski. You peed I, next to yes, Ron Jaworski? who he's the, with the quarterback for the Eagles so many years ago. Uh, I said, Jaws, how are you? And I don't think he really liked that anybody talked to him at the urinal. That's a really bad. Did you bad, ask him for an autograph? I didn't ask him. No, he was a little busy. I, was gonna, I wasn't about to hand him my pen. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you that right Plus, now. you know what?
2: As you
0: get a little older sometimes, it takes a little longer. I beat him, though. I beat him. There I beat him go. out of the urinal. And it was a race. Uh, it is. Well, you know, you don't want to stand there forever.
2: TikTok's next to us, by the way. I think they're spying on
0: Yeah, there's like a, a nine-year-old was in one of the other uh, uh, urinals. He was done in like a second. Was he? Yeah. yeah I mean, I uh, walked by Jake Palmer. I don't think I'm high. I've never uh, smoked pot, but there was some sort he of a lingering mushrooms. thing. Oh, is that right? He's a mushroom guy okay all right so he looked like a homeless guy he was here did
2: you see him he looked like uh so he needs to take a he haircut looked like he's hanging out with the dude from the big lebowski <laughs> right he had a little bit of a dude feel yep to him. yep uh so uh
0: so that's just a couple of the uh, uh of the folks that i've run into uh uh but uh, uh you know let me say this uh driving here is not fun uh nobody knows how to drive in downtown phoenix well
2: now because everything's one way you know sideways right. this way go up the street turn left turn right right and even if you have directions on how to get here it doesn't mean it's going to work we had uh pablo and i were, were driving down and
0: so we're we're heading towards where we're supposed to park and we're trying to make a left turn right and uh there's no arrow Okay, follow me on this. There's no arrow, so you've got to kind of get into you know the middle of the road a little bit. Put that left blinker on and and try and get there after after the light turns red. We had a guy sit at a red light in front of us. Three red lights, Chad. Three red lights. He didn't get out into the middle to try and and so you know what didn't I make had? the effort. No, you know what I honk. Oh, I honked him. You're a honker. Second second light, I started honking. I leaned on that thing. You know, so. That that's a pain. Here's the other thing. You know when you go and you park in a garage. Yes. Apparently nobody knows how to put that little uh, piece of
2: paper in the slot. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, you got the QR code and you're supposed to do that and then it opens it up and uh, and if you do it, here's the thing. I what I've noticed is because I got behind a couple of people, if somebody's not there telling them how to do it, <laughs> right? They right, just yeah. pause.
0: I'm no, and then yesterday there was someone there in the garage yes. taking your ticket and telling you what to do with it. And you know, the guy in front of us is having an argument with the person. Yeah. And I'm like, you either have the, pre- the the credential to park in that building or you don't. Yes. And if you don't, get out of my way. Yeah, it was it, it's, <laughs> so it's get out of my it's way. been frustrating down here. I have a question. Okay. Are cuz you know I'm from New York. We honk. Uh, That's how you talk. That's how you talk. You say hello to people. It's the middle finger. So, this is what I want to know from you. If you are in uh, the parking lot attempting to park your car, but you've got to go, you've got to you've got to put your little credential thing in, right? Okay. Uh, and they're having a problem doing that. Can
2: you honk them? Yeah. You it can depend- haunt them, I, I, but I would give them thirty seconds. And, I, and or, thirty seconds? You are going to yeah. give them thirty seconds. Yeah, that's it. that's that's a lot of time. Well, you know, it's uh, look. That's just me. I mean, yeah. other people, but you got to give them a second too, because a lot of people don't have. Again, they don't have no idea what they're doing.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, and I think you know, and to be honest, you've got a lot of people who don't live here who are driving around that don't know where they're going. No. They're instead of you know, or people
2: s- that do live here and they're driving around and they're saying, "Wait a minute, this street normally I go down is this direction," and they're telling me I can't go down this direction right now. yeah and on top of that uh there is a lot of work going on downtown a lot of these streets are tore up and they're bad added. timing yeah. yeah this was <laughs> right? not the uh, no, was not this the was not ideal if no. you will. so
0: we're we're at a place called radio row at the phoenix convention center and there are tables uh he just as far as the eye can see, and yes. it's every show from every part of really America and the world. Uh, as you said, you were talking to a guy who's going to call it for Spain. For Spain, he's mm-hmm. going to
2: call the play-by-play. I the talked Chiefs. to the Germans earlier today. I ran over the Brazilian guys as they were. What what you mean the you way ran way. over the <laughs> We were coming out of the elevator, and I was coming out really fast, and they were standing there, and I crashed into them as they had all their stuff because they were yeah. here, but they're here filming and going to do the game for Brazil. I mean, it, you name it, there is everybody. And then some is all here, and this is kind of interesting. Uh,
0: who's the most interesting person that you've you've talked to so far being down here? Because that's why we're down here. Interesting trying to, person
2: yeah. that I have talked to. Uh, to be honest, a couple of the TikTok people have been very interesting. Uh, the 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 Nickelodeon. I just saw. I saw Dylan walk by, and he just gave me dap. Uh, Dylan is the he is the. Uh, but I I talked to him earlier, and I was over talking Nickelodeon. They are here because they do the they replay the game on Thursday nights with all of the slime. Yeah. So And they do the Super Bowl live. Does your when, daughter watch that stuff? Yeah. When they kick the football, like, okay, so when the game is, when they score yeah. uh, on the Super Bowl, we'll flip over to Nickelodeon because they have the slime come down, they throw the confetti, and then when they kick the extra point, and you and I talked about it last year, it was hilarious because it's SpongeBob. They kick into the SpongeBob. Yeah. So it is hilarious. But Dylan, whos uh, who's been arguably the, the, the biggest, brightest, funnest he's kind like of He's like 10 store. years old. He's running the place. Yeah, and, and everybody's wanting to meet with him and do interviews with him, all the stars. Have all the football players? Yeah, Justin Jeffers, our buddy, our, our, our buddy over here, has, has just been—he's been—he uh, was nice. He was doing—I mean. It's been amazing. Some of the stuff that these two guys are willing to do, you
0: uh, know? Dak Prescott was here earlier today. Yeah, uh, he was
2: over at the Sleep Number thing.
0: Yeah, it's it is. It Sleep Number has a big, basic studio yeah. over there, and I'm honestly thinking of going and taking a nap during the next uh, Becky Lynn newscast. Yeah, not because she's bad, and I need a nap. I'm
1: listening. I'm just, Excuse I,
2: me. <laughs> well, the good news <laughs> is, is Becky. He's working. He's working almost four and a half hours today.
0: That's right. It's wow,
2: tough.
1: you must be exhausted. Listen,
2: it's a tough job. There's no question about it. You know, but been, a lot of walking. The, the, some of the most interesting stuff is the people that are from different countries, but also the people like that, like you know, joke about the TikTok with them spying on us. But that's not really them; that's China. These people have no idea; they're just no. a conduit for the Chinese army and government. <laughs> but the the reality is, is, so many of these people have no idea what football is about. As far as they just know, it's a big event, and right. being at a big event and being seen is what they're excited about. And it's that's been interesting watching the interaction uh, of of all these people. It's just been it's been again it's totally different comparatively to going. To like an Olympics or a World, because so much of that stuff is contained. Yeah, right. You're not getting Olympic athletes because they're all in a village. Right, right. You know, you, the World Cup's the same thing. They're all sequestered wherever their training grounds are. This is totally different because they're they they want everybody to be here.
0: Yep, thousands of people uh, in this uh, room where we are. They're all broadcasting from you know different parts of the country and the world. We're going to continue uh, here until six downtown Phoenix uh, at the uh, Convention Center. Uh, when we come back, you know the south west debacle in december around christmas it ruined i ruined. say ruined everybody's christmas yeah. uh, they were in front of congress today yeah. uh, i almost was rooting for a politician for the first time in my life like, give them a give, give them a little bit of guff for crying oh, out oh they got some guff all right we're going to talk about that next on the gatos and chad show
1: the gatos big q poll question brought to you by your valley toyota dealers
0: All right, go to KTAR.com and take the Gatos Big Q poll question of the day. It's funny, uh, Chad, every night... Uh, I update the poll, like, right before I go to, 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 to bed, yeah. right? And it was all about the Phoenix Open. And so today, and then obviously the big trade came down with the Suns, so I changed the question. Uh, what is the biggest sports story in Phoenix? A, the Super Bowl, B, the Phoenix Open, or C, the Suns blockbuster trade for superstar Kevin Durant? Uh, let me update you uh, on that because... It's obviously going to be the Suns. Sixty-three uh, percent—the big uh, blockbuster trade. Listen, I've been in Phoenix twenty. I thought it would be bigger than that. Uh, Sixty-three to thirty-two. I still uh, thought it'd be bigger than that. I thought it like because it's so big. Well, twenty-seven years in the Valley, I—I've I, seen a lot of players come in. Randy Johnson has yeah. come in. Uh, we've seen Charles Barkley uh, uh, come in. We've seen some great, great talent uh, come in. This may be the most talented guy that's ever been traded to an Arizona team. Yes, no doubt about that. You, you can make an argument. I'm sure there's an argument to be made. Um, but, you know, the way that I look at this trade is Kevin Durant is now the best Phoenix Sun. It was always. Devin Booker. And Devin Booker is amazing. He's young. He's been in the league for a few years. He's toughed it out here in Phoenix during the lean years. Uh, but uh, but you want to put Booker uh, and Durant? Uh, uh, who are yeah. you going to pick to shoot the last ball in the finals? I'm sorry. Kevin it's Durant. Kevin Durant. He's it's one it. of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, and the Suns got him last night.
2: The in the history of the, of the NBA. There is, and thirteen-time All-Star. You talk to anybody who, who who knows basketball, understands. Well, what about Jordan? No, there is nobody in the history. You cannot guard him. You cannot. It's impossible to guard a guy who's seven foot, those long, as great as he is. Right. He is arguably the greatest scorer. It is. It's huge. Now, now the big thing is the pressure's on because you've got to win. You have two, maybe three years, and you've extended the shelf life of Chris Paul, who you tried to get rid of over the weekend, by the you way. You did. You tried to trade him away. You, now you've got, to, you've got to push forward, and this is a win now. And nobody will care, Matt Ishby, if you guys go 0 and 82 after you win a championship for the next several years. <laughs> if you hoist a championship, year, And they can great. put a banner in that's not silly that says "Wiltshire well, Conference Champions," right. but actual World Champions. Everything changes.
0: So the the new owner is Matt Ishbia, and uh, he made quite a splash. Uh, the yes, guy maybe. hasn't. I don't think the guy. I, I I think if you. I think he's been. He's
2: been here for 24 hours, yes.
0: officially, and he's already made a big trade.
2: And he said, you know, I mean, they first, you know, they asked him, "Are you going to bring Isaiah Thomas in?" That'd be a bad because move. he ruined the New York Knicks. Yeah, you're, are you hoping he ruins your team? Here's the thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Michigan State, and you know, it's like, guys, here's the thing. Uh, sometimes, and you know, this is these guys have all this money, and these are their heroes. And they want to make their hero. They want to surround themselves with their heroes because they think their heroes were, were amazing. Don't do it, because like, you you're from New York. Mm. He ruined the Knicks. He did. They're still trying to dig out of that. Yeah. So, uh, but he did say yesterday in his press conference, Matt Ishbia, I am not worried about money. I am not doing anything based on money outside of winning. It is not the, the it is not the end all the be all. I'll pay the fines if we can get over the hump. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. You're
0: breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us here in downtown Phoenix at the convention center at the Super Bowl to hold up the headlines. Hold them up, baby. And with those headlines, here we go with Becky Lynn. All eyes on Arizona. Countdown to the big game.
1: Three days to the big game, actually. And football fans are heading into downtown Phoenix for the convention center's Super Bowl experience. KTAR's Taylor Tassler is there, too, and joins us now live. Yeah, Becky, fans attending the experience today will get a once-in-a-lifetime look at exclusive NFL merch and memorabilia. Angie Garcia, who's originally from the Valley, says this is her first time at a Super Bowl experience, but is keeping her eyes peeled for any celebrities and athletes hanging out in downtown Phoenix. I want to check out the rings, the trophies, explore the whole experience and find out what it really, you know, everything about the football experience. While she's a diehard Readers fan, Angie says she's confident that she's Chiefs will walk away victorious this Sunday. Reporting live in Phoenix, Taylor Tassler, KTAR News.
0: All right, so there you go. I think the Super Bowl experience, they now have two yeah. Super Bowl experiences here in downtown. I'm only seeing the one. I don't know where the other we one is. We saw
2: Taylor earlier. She was walking around her, so it's got to be with
0: walking distance. It's got to be. Maybe is that a, the
2: one where I can kick a field goal?
0: I don't know, but I'd love to see you kick a field
2: goal. <clears throat> you were, you're a former soccer player, man. And, and, yes, speaking of that, right? Yeah. Like, Did you see the guys yesterday? Who, because there's footballs laying around here. Some of the people that work at stations are throwing the footballs around, and you know why? That they're not playing football. Yeah, because they're geeks. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw I, I see everybody carrying the bags around. It's got to be within walking distance. Yeah, Becky Lynn, you should see it down
0: here. We're around the most nerdy sports guys. It's unbelievable. You know, they, they've got like, uh, what is it, the pencil keeper thing that is mm, on there? Gotcha. You know, oh,
1: that pocket protector?
0: Yeah, that. It's really sad. These guys couldn't get a date if they tried. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Yeah,
1: thanks for rubbing it in, too, by the way. since. uh <laughs> We're three days away from the big game, as well as the Super Bowl halftime performance, which might be just about as big as the game for a lot of people. Nine-time Grammy Award winner Rihanna explains the significance of the performance. The Super Bowl is one of the biggest stages in the world. So as scary as that was, because I haven't been on stage in seven years... There's something exhilarating about the challenge of it all. She says the hardest part was just figuring out how to maximize that 13 minutes she'll have on stage. Saying she had to make some tough decisions on what to keep and leave out.
0: Yeah, that was a great clip from our interview with Rihanna earlier today. She's uh, she's
2: been kind sh- enough to come oh, on here. She
1: asked us both to
2: if we wanted to be in because we wrote many of her hits. Yeah, and she said, yeah. "Do you want to be in in any of this?" And I said, "You know what? I'm this weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat some Cheetos." Wait and, a minute. On the couch.
1: Is this? George Santos? I thought that was Chad.
2: No, no, no. George Santos was here earlier, but he went to defend his WWE championship with Seth <laughs> Rollins. He, he made him tap out in 30 seconds. We're holding up the
1: headlines. There's a group of women who are set to make history this Super Bowl Sunday. This year's pregame flyover at State Farm Stadium will be the first to be piloted by an all-female team. Navy Lieutenant Callie Perkowski will be piloting the plane at the back of Sunday's formation. All of our friends are really jealous, I think. Um... It's any pilot's dream to do this. And she says her father has asked her to call him from the sidelines at the big game. Hope they don't crash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks for that, Chad. What is that supposed to mean?
0: You know, it's a first for a lot, right? You've got an they old... They were
2: here yesterday. Did you see them? And I thought to myself, they can't... They're like 12. I didn't like, see them. I think that those ones who are doing the fly... I'm like... Uh, They're like 15.
0: So it's an all-female team. That's a first. We've got two African-American quarterbacks. That's a first. We've got uh, two uh, brothers that are playing. The Kelsey brothers are playing against each other. I think that's That's a a first. first. Have two brothers on different teams uh, playing in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's going to make history. No doubt about it. We're holding up the headlines.
1: With all the sides to see in the Valley this week, there will hopefully be one you will not see, and that would be law enforcement. The FBI is hoping to just blend in the background, but they are ready to spring into action if anything goes wrong.
0: This is the battle rhythm of public safety and law enforcement in 2023. It's only been enhanced because of the energy that's surrounding the Super Bowl and waste management.
1: Even though each special event is unique, the Phoenix FBI special agent in charge, Akil Davis, told the Mike Broomhead Show, it's easier to prepare Considering the valley has hosted the big game in the past,
2: yeah. You know, we were talking to Mike Florio earlier today, and he was talking about you know how how much this has grown. He's a guy's Pro Football Talk Live. He's been to all of these things, and he's just talked about how amazing this is and how it's grown. And you and I have talked about the emergency response, there, are police everywhere. There's every you. We saw doctors walking around earlier with their with their doctor outfits on.
0: Yeah, I think they're talking about like. Uh CTE possibly, right? Yeah,
2: and um, all kinds of, I mean, but it's, this is, this place if, if you were to ever get sick, this is the place to do it if you need help, this is the place to do it. Well, I'll tell if you, you need protection, place yeah, to do it.
0: Yeah, I, I, let's see, I think it was 1999 I went to Radio Row in Miami for the Super Bowl and, uh, you know, I never really went back because I'm not doing a sports show anymore. We're yeah. doing a, we're a news talk show, we're having some fun here. Uh, this is so much bigger than what it looked like, you know, 20 something years ago when I first went to Radio Row. This is this is five times as big uh so obviously the game is growing uh they're playing in different countries now i mean uh tom brady and the, and the bucks went and played germany, in germany yeah. yeah all right we're holding up the headlines
1: just a reminder that we have lots of stories on the big game in arizona if you just go to ktar.com slash az Bowl. and now durant front court a deep three god oh! Late night stunner. Phoenix Suns have acquired 13-time All-Star Kevin Durant from the Brooklyn Nets, according to multiple reports. Phoenix sent Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, and four first-round picks to the Nets. Ben Smerata from Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, tells Arizona's Morning News, this is now championship or bust for the Suns.
0: When you have the opportunity to get one of the all-time greats, you know, you, you do it.
1: And we did it. Phoenix has reached the NBA Finals three times, but they have never won an NBA championship.
2: This is it, man. I mean, this There, this is, this is, you've done everything in the world. You have now laid it out. You went and got the piece that you think, and it is the biggest piece that was available. Mm. Arguably the biggest piece, like you said, that's ever been brought to the Valley.
0: Let's just remember, there have been teams with uh, so many good players on it that have been beaten by teams that are, That play like a team. Does that make sense? You can have an all-star team, but if you go up against uh, a team whose core is together and they're not a bunch of stars, but they play well as a team, uh, that's what the Suns are going to have to figure out. This is an all-star starting five for the Phoenix Suns. Absolutely. But is there a team out there that is a better team? And we're talking about individual players here in Phoenix that have to mesh over the next couple of weeks. I'm very hopeful that this is a championship team, but you never know. You can put—I've seen more teams put stars no. on teams. And Kevin not, Durant's here. Not go.
2: Remember, two years ago, it was the it was the arguably the greatest going to be the greatest team of all time. You had you know Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. This was a sure was, never going to miss Brooklyn, and it fell apart it in did. five seconds very quickly. So,
0: so, yes, it is a great move by the Suns on paper. Now, can they play together as a team? Let's hope so. We're holding up the headline. Thanks, Becky Lynn. Uh, this, of course, is uh, brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty, uh, higherprice.com. And that's holding up the headlines. We do it every day at 3.30. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. We're uh, at the Super Bowl in downtown Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Convention Center. There's a ton of stuff going on. We're going to bring it to you live right here. But when we come back, uh, I guess Southwest Airlines took a beating today uh, on Capitol Hill. We'll talk about it next.
1: Kato and Chad.
0: Live from Super Bowl 57's Media Row. Alright, that's where we are. We're at uh the Radio Row here in downtown Phoenix, uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, and there are a ton of people walking around. We got we got some great football players uh, that are that are walking around. Some celebrities. We're going to try and grab a few as the uh, uh, you know have on as guests as the uh, as the show goes on. All right, uh, Chad Southwest. They went in front of Congress today, uh, and it was uh, it was messy. You know, Congress likes to yell at people when they come on uh, up on Capitol Hill. And, yeah. and yesterday it makes was them feel. Twitter really it makes it was Twitter, really- Twitter
2: took the brunt yesterday. Today though was one of those things where it was not it was it was definitely bipartisan. What do you mean? It was southwest and that debacle. They can all yell at it right and left and everybody's going to join in and go. You know what? Yeah, just both like, sides like just that. like Ticketmaster, right? Because it affects everybody and that well, was a debacle. Well,
0: well, what was the debacle? The, the, the Congress yelling at them? Or, or, or the, the, uh,
2: the w- days what, and days. I think people are still stuck somewhere.
0: Yeah, what happened during Christmas can't happen. And, you know, if you really do a deep dive into it, what basically took place was their computer systems went down. They were archaic. Yeah. And when the computer systems go down, and I was talking to a flight attendant that I know from Southwest. She couldn't get her assignment. She knew she had to fly for these three or four days, absolutely could not get her assignment tried to call didn't work tried to email didn't work she's supposed to get a call or a text or an email it didn't work did you see
2: some of the messages that that they 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 rolled out tell me so the ceo he said yeah look we messed up it was us and they said why didn't you pay attention to what the unions were saying about how bad your software was and they goes we know that now we're upgrading it because they're saying it's not the last snowstorm some of the messages they were getting is so the people that were scheduling and the crew are going they were asking, They were so they they, they sent a message to the cockpit, and they have a thing in there. Who's this? The pilot. What's your name? What do you mean you don't know my name? Are you sure you're a pilot? Oh, gee. Is this the right, are you guys in the right place? But they were so busy, they were told, you also can't go over and talk to them, because they were so busy. So they were stuck. It was... And this was all based, realistically, look, the snow's going to slow things down. You're going to have stuff like that. Weather can mess you up. Nature can mess you up. But it was all based on their antiquated system right. that even the DMV goes, man, that stuff's old. Dude, the other airlines
0: were flying around the, around the country. Uh, the weather wasn't good in parts. That, I understand that. But that's not the reason that all these flights got no, canceled. No. There were very few that got canceled because of weather. I know that, you know, in parts of Texas it was pretty tough around that time. But, you know, if you're an, if you're an airline, and, you know, hopefully they got back to everybody. Because think of the, think of the amount of money Southwest cost people. I gave you the story of our son who lives in Dallas, tried to get out. Waited all day. Then they canceled it. It's midnight. He's like, okay, when can I get up in the next flight? Three days. He says, it's Christmas. Uh, he knows his mother is going to kill him if he doesn't get there, yeah. right? So he, fly, he, uh, he gets in the car around 1 or 2 in the morning, sleep-deprived, goes to the other airport in Texas an hour and a half away, buys a ticket on another airline, tries to get here. There's nothing in into Phoenix, so he flies into Tucson. Uh, he waits in Tucson for the for the next flight. Everything screwed up, and so he decided, okay, well, I've been up for like forty hours. I might as well just get a car and I'll drive two hours from Tucson to Phoenix. And Southwest is going to have to pay that whole bill.
2: Yeah, and that's one of the things they were talking about today. On top of that, they would have. They were saying they would have four pilots in an airplane and no pilots in another airplane. Right. They were they were such a hot mess, and they realized not only that people are also saying. Yeah. <laughs> Not only do you owe me for this, you owe me for the days I miss work. Right. You owe me. I mean, there there are people out there, and they and they came out today. They the, their their CEO Watterson, he fell on the sword in front of Congress. He goes, "Look, it's our fault. It's our bad." And a lot of times, what happens is you you make the calculation money wise. If we change it now, what does this do? And how much of a hot mess is it? Or do we just go until it eventually breaks, and then we've got to make it's that broken? It, and well, they know now, so they're upgrading all of their software and trying to do stuff. Yeah, can you uh, imagine if they
0: didn't? Oh, God. Would you
2: fly Southwest if you There's knew the, that they did it? And it's going to take a long time. They said, look, we know it's going to take a very long time for us to gain back the trust of the people. Eventually, though, Southwest will price everybody out of the market, and at the end of the day, we're like, yeah, they were jerks, but you know what? It's cheap.
0: Uh, I think people look for the cheap flight. There's no <laughs> doubt about it.
2: Yeah. All right, we're at Radio Row,
0: Phoenix Convention Center in downtown Phoenix. Uh, when we come back, the sun's Well, they basically stole the story. They're putting themselves ahead of the Super Bowl in the Phoenix Open with their newest player who might be the greatest son of all time, and he hasn't even put the jersey on. That's next.